I'm Ali Spears, and this is The Dirt, where we dig deep with those helping to feed the world. Episode 29, Mallory Walker. Sitting down with Mallory Walker today. She is the owner and creator behind Burlap Bovine, and I'm beyond excited to chat with her um, and with the mind that came up with and put all of my favorite things together into a product. Um, but Mallory, if you would not mind kind of telling us a little bit about yourself to get started today. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, this is my first podcast and video podcast about my small business. So I'm really, really excited to share. But my name is Mallory. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I grew up, I'm a California girl. And ironically enough, Ali, we didn't know it, but our hometowns are like right next to each other. I know. Yeah. And it took us meeting to figure that out. Right. I know. That's kind of the crazy world of social media, right? Where you could, we were literally living next to each other probably our yeah. entire lives. And now that I'm in Texas, of course, is when we yeah. meet <laughs> virtually. Yeah, that's, that's how it works, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I grew up in Livermore, California. And while that's in the East San Francisco Bay Area, people really don't think of a rural area in the, in the Bay. Um, but the East Bay has some cows left still. So I grew up on my family's cow-calf ranch and um, was deathly afraid of cows as a kid. So it's kind of ironic that my entire business now stems from my love of cows because I, I must have turned a corner somewhere in my life. <laughs> I was, I, yeah, I, we had um, this old milk cow that I was convinced was going to come in our house and eat me while I was sleeping at night. <laughs> and so when I would help my dad feed cows when I was little, like it was the pickup bed or nothing. Like, <laughs> like I will be here. I'll wait for you to get it back. <laughs> yeah, I'll observe from a distance. <laughs> yeah, here, you need this flake of hay? Take it. I, I will be right here. But um, I grew up in, um, I actually grew up dancing. Um, and I did tap dance is my very favorite. Um, I still tap to this day. Um, but I didn't get to 4-H until I was in sixth grade. So I started with Market Hogs. And the deal was I had to weigh a hundred pounds before I could raise a steer. And so my sophomore year of high school, <laughs> I took a steer to the county fair. So yeah, um, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo for college and uh, studied ag communication. So I was a national beef ambassador. I was the California beef ambassador, lots of um, advocacy in my background and love of communication and people. And so I started off my career with the California Cattlemen's Association and loved my job. And then um, my dad lost his battle to pancreatic cancer in 2017. So my world like totally flipped upside down. And it was at that moment in time that I decided that I needed to kind of reevaluate things. And so I put all of my heart and soul into burlap bovine. And now here we are three and a half years later, full time. Yeah. Well, what a cool story. Um, I'm, I'm sorry about your father. I know that's, I 
couldn't even imagine. So I'm so sorry for that. But um, let's kind of go back just a little bit, though, and let's talk about the Cattlemen's Association and kind of what you did for them and your role in their organization. Yeah, so I started um, my career, it was my first job out of college. Um, right after graduation, I actually went on a tour with a program called Hunger You. Um, and it was the from the Farm Journal Foundation, we went on a tour of colleges on the East Coast advocating for a change in the hunger crisis and how advancements in agriculture can help with that. So that was kind of fun. And then when I got home from that, I started my job at CCA. So I started as the Associate Director of Communications and then um, kind of transitioned after a couple of years to the Director of Communications. So I was in charge of um, the, let's see, I was the, I had like seven things under my tool belt while I was working there. The staff actually is pretty small. So everybody kind of had all of their things they were in charge of. So. I worked with the Beef Quality Assurance Program. Okay. I worked with the Young Cattlemen's Association. That was probably my favorite part of my job. I wrote for the magazine. Um, I was the first point of contact for media. So all, all of the things that you think of when you think ag communication, a part of it kind of fell under my umbrella. So it was a really great kickoff to my career and um, actually my dream job. And so it was a little little shocking when I did make the decision to leave because it wasn't something that you would, if you would have asked me, you know, prior, I would have said, no, I'm staying here forever. Right. <laughs> so starting a small business was never really in my realm of possibility. It was, it wasn't on the dream list and until it was kind of thing. So. I feel like that's a common like thing that people say who own small businesses is, yeah, I never would have thought that I'm doing what I'm doing. But like you said, kind of not on the oh, dream list until it was on the dream list. Uh-huh. And, and that's how it went down. <laughs> yeah, life, life consumption at that point, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit um, burlap bovine. Um, for those of you who maybe are listening or watching that have no concept of what that may be, first of all, get it together because you're missing <laughs> out. Um, and I am uh, modeling today my burlap, yes, and so is Mallory, of course. Um, but she has like the cutest accessories and obviously all cow themed, um, according to her name, obviously. But can you kind of tell oh, us cow. a little oh, bit, right. yes, a little bit about kind of your business? Sure. So I call it um, my handmade leather and cowhide accessory business because I make a lot of things, but that kind of encompasses it all. Right. Um, and people are so funny. And they're like, do you make pig things? Do you make sheep things? Can you make a goat? And like, I have before, but that was before we like dialed down and now yeah. it's cows only people. Right. <laughs> Corgi one time. Yeah, it got a little crazy there for a while. <laughs> but um, yeah, so burlap bovine, I, I should have grabbed it. It's over there. But um, I actually named my business after a piece of home decor because I wanted something catchy. Um, I started making jewelry in college. That's where kind of my creative outlet began. Um, I think I was a, I think it was like 2000. 11 or 12 um those chunky necklaces were really popular with like yes. girls used to show in them yes. like tucked under their collared shirts and I was like I want one of those and like I couldn't ever find one that I liked so I started making my own 
And so that's how it all started. And it was called Dream Big Designs by Mallory. And so when I kind of started getting serious about having an Etsy shop and actually making sales, I was like, I want something different. So I was sitting at my kitchen table in my very first apartment when I moved to Sacramento. And this piece of home decor, it was literally like a burlap metal cow. And so I was like, cow is just so generic. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of sciencey. How about bovine? And so that thus burlap bovine was born. And so, yeah, I make a little bit of everything out of cowhide and leather. It actually, my first, my very first product was a heifer baby mobile um, charms for a friend of mine. And he wanted to make a mobile for his brand new baby son and asked me if I would make the cows for it. And so then I started getting interested in cowhide and the rest is history. I make cute things like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was like a burlap bovine Christmas for my family this year. <laughs> they were I like, appreciate what? that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we do um, favorites every year, all the girls in our family. So um, I think it was like from Oprah or something like that, where it the idea came from. But every year we get, um, like we set a money limit and then we do things like our favorites from the year, obviously. So oh, this cool. year it was burlap bovine and wild uh, rats and my family was like, <laughs> <laughs> but they all have sent me pictures of them wearing the earrings already. So <laughs> it was a good one. And that's so funny that you say that you started out with like the big chunky necklaces because mm-hmm. I just came across all of my old like show jewelry and we, I was FaceTime my friend and I was like, why did we think this was okay to wear? Like, what was the motivation behind some of these pieces? I'm thinking about that too. I'm like, because like, if you did anything more than like walked, like you had a platter on, like it like bruised your collarbone, like you had to run after a cow or something or like. Yes. So I, I appreciate the um, focus of the cow narrowing it down because I think it's definitely mm-hmm. a classier edge to the yeah. western accessory right. for sure. <laughs> Cowhide is a, a staple, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's kind of talk through like your process. Um, what, like when you're thinking of a new product, like how does, what's your process of coming up with something new or like your step-by-step of like how you actually make something once you get to that point? Yeah, so I am fortunate and cursed to work out of my home at the same time. That's kind of what I say because I'm surrounded with my work at all times, yeah. but I love it so much. I have I have no problem with it. My husband would maybe like somewhere to eat on the dining room table every <laughs> once in a while, but it's fine. He's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really love... I actually narrowed this down the other day because I did one of those ask me a question things on Instagram and somebody asked where I get my inspiration from. And I start with colors and shapes. And it sounds kind of like a very odd, abstract way to start a design process. But I love looking at what I have and then letting something come from that kind of organically mm-hmm. um in the maker community the um the copycat problem you know is like this like death plague 
<laughs> it like weighs on me everywhere I go. <laughs> so the last thing I want to do is either step on someone else's toes or like offend anyone from something that I've created. And so I love like, I literally look at a piece of leather and I'm like, okay, what would you like to turn into? <laughs> so I, the, this, um, card holder is my newest design and I knew I wanted, um, something a little bit different. I had made, see, I'm sitting at my kitchen table. So I have like all, <laughs> all my fingertips. Yeah. Um, so I had a card wallet design. Let's see, this isn't finished yet, but, um, I started making these over the fall. So this is just like a traditional card wallet. Um, it has a cowhide layer. And of course I love like scallops and ruffles and <laughs> to my shirt. So um, I found some scissors that made a scalloped edge. And so I really, that's like my tagline for my business is different from the herd. So I love just pushing something a little bit farther or making it a little extra. So to me that, that kind of qualifies, but I knew I wanted something a little bit different than just a generic card wallet. So, and I know everybody loves to carry around their business cards. So I just kind of, I got some new leather in and it feels really nice. And I just kind of literally looked at it until this came, <laughs> until this happened. Um, I was like, well, I know I want to put a cow on it somehow. And so then I, I kind of go through well, do I want to make it cowhide or do I want to make it plain leather? And what color should the stitch be? And how is it going to attach? And so this part on the back, I was actually really proud of because I think it just looks so professional. Yeah, it <laughs> it's looks like, such a cute little idea too. Yeah, and so just little um, little things like that. Um, my My love is in the details of things, so just trying to figure out like the, the earrings you're wearing, they don't have a raw edge, like same with mine. Like I figured out how to, to make the edge complete. And like, those are, that's something new in my design. So like every time I make something new, I kind of evaluate and think. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like, how can I take this a step further? And then that's what we end up with. Yeah, it's so cool. And you can tell, I mean, just if you go to Mallory's website, each piece is very like there's thought into every single piece and each design and everything. So um, you definitely your your thought process and everything comes through in your product because everything is beautiful. And I am so well, I wish so you I was safe this Christmas because I wanted hide heard so bad to put on my Christmas tree and I didn't have a tree this year because we're in a process of remodeling. So I was like, all right. I'm saved by the fact you were at the NFR craziness. Well, yes, but yeah. So I'm like, all right, next year I'm getting a hide herd for my dang tree. Um, but yes. So, and then two, like you do everything. So like the business behind it, obviously you're the maker, you do the social media, you do the website, like you do the shipping, which is its own battle. I know how, um, like, how do you do it all? 
<laughs> the magical question, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am very fortunate to have a, a support system that um, just is the most solid thing I could ever have built my business on. Um, but I distinctly remember like the moment in time when I told my husband, I was like, I think I'm going to leave my job and I think I'm going to make burlap bovine full-time. And he was like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you sure? Are <laughs> you feeling okay? Aren't you supposed to say something different than that? But like from day one, no nonsense, like no doubts, no regrets. <laughs> um, that always reminds me of where the Millers, like no regrets. <laughs> yes. We, we had no regrets. Um, and so it, Another kind of cool thing that it has done is helped bring my mom and I together in a different way um, because, so I'm an only child, so we were a tripod and when my dad passed away, it was like, I say it was like trying to operate like a two-legged tripod, like it just was not working right. and my mom and I are best friends, we've always been best friends, but it was like this weird little like, oh, what do, well, what do we do now? Right. And so she likes to come over and help me with stuff and um, make things. And um, I mean, heck, she's where I got my creative ability from both of my parents. So yeah, it's kind of cool. They're both entrepreneurs. Like, like when I said, like the small business dream didn't happen until it happened, like, but it was always there. I just didn't see it. Right. Like both of my parents are entrepreneurs. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Didn't accept it until it was your reality kind of situation. Yes. Yeah. And, and now I look back and um, I wish I could ask a thousand questions to my dad, but I always have fun, like thinking of things that I would ask him and then like wondering what his answer would be and right. like, going from there. So it's like a, a positive inspiration for me because I, I know that he's proud and I just have to work every day to prove it. Absolutely. So. Yeah. That's such a cool, like you said, inspiration. And I'm sure that also kind of ties into everything too, to help you kind of creatively connect to things as you're doing everything as well. Yeah. So I know you kind of recently on Instagram, we're talking about y'all's plans for um, growth and stuff like that. Can you maybe tell us some of your plans for 2021? <laughs> sure. Survive. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of survival mode. Um, <laughs> No, so I, uh, kind of the second part to the last question of the support team is like building a team for small business that you trust. Um, so one of my husband's college roommates is a CPA. Okay. Left out on that one. So <laughs> my, like I call Mike, I'm like, hey, Mike, <laughs> I, I got this question. So um, having the confidence in that kind of realm that is out kind of out of my comfort zone um is really good and so I personally would love to get better at the true business side of things because it's like you said it, it's all this revolving process right and um it's it's nice to have people that you could depend on to do things that you don't I, I I'm a words girl, not a numbers girl. I <laughs> so, and like, I want to, I want to create and I want to make cute things. I don't want to crunch numbers. So, um, figuring out a way to get better at the, the business side of things, but I'm super excited because 
we have burlapbovine.com now. Um, so that's what we did in the fall, got our own website. So I used to be on Etsy. And then I kind of was like, oh, I think I, I think I could be a big girl now. <laughs> so I kind of uh, leapt off that deep end and, and started my own website. And so that's been fun to have that platform. But the next thing I think, um, my husband and I are in the process of um, shopping around for our first home. So that is our huge, huge why right now. Yeah. Um, so we're both working our tail ends off to try to purchase our first home. And with that on the business side, I um, hope and plan to come with a workspace that is outside of my house yeah. <laughs> so that I can get take all the cow hides out somewhere yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and kind of separate that home and work space yeah. again. <laughs> that's so. so hard to do when you have your own small business and especially you're doing it out of your home. So um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, my, my studio is in the spare bedroom, but is it really? Yeah. <laughs> like, that pours out to the rest of the place, right? Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the time, I'm like, oh yes, let me scoot off of the dining room table for our meal. Sorry about that. <laughs> and with having a business with products that are kind of agriculture-based and livestock-based, do you find that like your customer base comes from that as well, or do you kind of have a mix of everybody? Um, yeah, I think most of my customer base are ag related. Um, I have a large following of agricultural students because one of my main products are cowhide grad cap toppers. Mm -hmm. So we're coming up on um, pr preparation for the spring 2021, the class of 2021. So I have a large following of college students and um, studying ag and lots of um, young people who are showing cattle and um, their parents. And so I actually, I'm trying to get into the mainstream vein. Yes. Um, and I, I tried <laughs> and I was like, but I want to make things with cows on them. Well, so it's a challenge, right? I mean, it's kind yeah. of like not trying to lose your what makes you unique, but then also try to get into that realm of things as well. It's a, a tricky, slippery slope, I feel like sometimes. Yeah, I feel like cowhide and leather, leather maybe more so, is um, reaching farther into mainstream as a, um, a modern texture, right. maybe you call it. Um, and so I'm like, like, hey, over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um I I tried when back back you know yesteryear when we could go to events I don't know I feel like a very trapped Californian right now because I'm talking to other people and they're like oh we went to this that and the other thing I'm like you could wait you yeah. you could go to yeah I, so it's like hurting my brain but um a livestock show that I was a part of putting on in college actually just announced its cancellation at Western Bonanza yeah a couple of days ago so that's not happening this year but um back when we could go places the point of this was that I tried to go to wineries oh to like see if my products would take up no yeah. oh man dang yeah it, it was a good it was a valiant effort <laughs> but 
it's there's a lot of um like pet people that go to wineries so like if I sold dog stuff I would have yeah. been like made yeah. in the shade yeah. but it was a lot of like <clears throat> Uh, a lot more like ve vegans than I thought and but they would walk by and like say something so after yeah. like the fourth time of my feelings being hurt I was like I think I'm gonna skip wineries <laughs> but um my my favorite is junior livestock shows to pop up at so I I really like to be in a barn freezing my tush off somewhere <laughs> that's my idea of fun <laughs> And that's so funny that you said uh, the Western Bonanza because that was, I mean, that was our show that we, like, that was the show every year. So I wonder if we probably crossed paths there one time and didn't even yeah. realize. <laughs> I, I was, um, let's see, 2010, 11, and 12 I was a part of. Okay, so yep, that would have been right when I was there, right when I was in high school. Yep, because I graduated in 2014 from high school, so yeah. We would have okay. been there. <laughs> That's so funny. Crazy, right? <laughs> well, I'm friends with your ag teacher. And so that's how she, yeah. I shared your post. And then she, Angie reached out to me and was like, oh, I love her. I was like, wait, how do you know her? <laughs> yes, such a small world. Like, and then, like you said, the fact that nothing is going on in California still. Um, I know my family, they were all here for NFR. So then going back home, they were like, whoa, back in the bubble. Like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> It's starting to wear on a gal. Yeah, I <laughs> can only that. imagine. I can't imagine, actually. That's why I've made my time there very minimal. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but Mallory, to kind of wrap things up today, she's going to be a good sport and kind of help me roll out this new thing for the podcast where um, the last little bit, I'm going to ask some rapid fire questions. So are you ready for this? They're not, nothing too crazy to start off with. <laughs> Um, but the first question is, uh, what's your favorite cattle breed? I thought that one was fitting, obviously, for the business. Okay, so I like uh, vintage Hereford things because they have the cutest, like, old items. I really, really want a Highland cow one day, but I love Black Angus in real life. That's, that's a good answer. See, you have the, the logic behind it Somebody all. Somebody already asked me it on my Instagram questions. <laughs> I tweeted. <laughs> Rinse and repeat answer. Um, okay, if someone made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Oh, I had this answer the other day. Um, oh, this is kind of funny, but I, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see that for sure. That would be a strong female actress. Yes. Uh, I just watched The Intern the other day and it was like, got me in the feels. I love that movie. <laughs> love yeah. <laughs> And then last question, cake or pie? I know, right? That's like both. <laughs> Wait, that was like a good one. <laughs> um, um, Funfetti cake with rainbow chip frosting because it's not the same as Funfetti frosting. And a lala berry pie. Ooh, love it. Unless it's pecan pie, but I only like the stuff under the pecans, not I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge, me either. I'm not a huge fan of those either. One of my less favorite. I was like digging family. around the nuts and my mother-in-law was like, do you not, do you not like pecan? I don't know. Is it, do you say pecans or pecans? I pecans? I can't remember what I say. I, I was saying pecans. I'm like, that sounds like funny. Almonds or almonds, right? Situation. I don't know. 
<sighs> okay. That was so scary. You did yeah. some. Yeah. Those okay. <laughs> weren't that bad. That's, I think we're going to have to keep those as a regular on the podcast. Um, but what are ways that people can connect with you if they are trying to either get in touch with you or want to purchase something from Burlap Bovine? Yes, please. Um, so I spend m- most of my time on Instagram. So it's at Burlap Bovine on Insta. And then I also have a Facebook page. And like I mentioned, we are on our own website platform now. So you can go to www.burlapbovine.com to shop for your very favorite handmade cowhide and leather accessories to help you differ from the herd. Love it. Um, And I will make sure to tag all of that in the description box or um, in the post, uh, or excuse me, the show notes as well. So uh, Mallory, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad we were finally able to get together and chat about everything. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Dirt. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Ag Chicks and that the visual version of every episode can be found on YouTube on our Ag Chicks channel. We'll see y'all next time.